This is the Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast, and I'm your host, Trudy Simmons from the Daisy Chain Group, providing platforms for women entrepreneurs to be seen and heard. This platform is for women entrepreneurs that want to hear the real stories of what it takes to be yourself and run a business with all the different hats that you might have to wear. These are the stories of the tenacious, the rebellious, and the resilient women that are working towards the future that they want to build for themselves and their families. Hello and welcome to Shine On You Crazy Daisy podcast and Shine On You Crazy Daisy book three we are on to now. And this is the quite lovely Meryl MacArthur from Crystal Cave. Meryl, welcome. Thank you for being involved and tell us about your business. Thank you, Trudy. It's lovely to be involved. Um, I have a healing business um, just outside Winchester, which I've been running for the last few years, um, which is a mixture of Reiki, hands-on healing, aromatherapy, crystal therapy, and trying to clear old energy blocks so that people can feel good about themselves again and move forward into their lives. Amazing. And what, what, what started your journey into complementary therapies? Um, it began over 25 years ago. Um, it was very much it was sad events that sort of caused it, but I always think everything happens for a reason. And it was actually the death of my parents. And they died within a few weeks of each other. Um, and I didn't, you know, I wasn't sleeping. I was quite anxious. I kept getting the cold. Um, and I just didn't want to take sleeping tablets, antidepressants. So I thought there must be things I can do to help myself move forward and deal with this huge amount of grief, which was, you know, very much at the time. So I started looking, it was aromatherapy oils, lavender, tea tree to help with the immune system, homeopathy. And I just got into it more and more and made teas from herbs, ginger tea, chamomile tea. And I began to really enjoy this way of life. Mm. And then as the grief moved you know, um, on, I decided to sort of look into preventative medicine as well as trying to cure. So I did lots to change my diet um, and my emotional well-being I valued as much as my physical well-being. Mm. And then I went on and I had two pregnancies and I looked at how I could support myself when I was pregnant by lots of you know nice things, whether it was Reiki, aromatherapy, massage. And then I used these things in the births as well. And then when the children were small, I also looked at alternative complementary ways to help them sleep at night, teething, different clove oil and things like that. Well, they were lucky to have you. I think my mum just you put whiskey in my mouth and sent me to sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> it probably worked as well. <laughs> um, and I just really enjoyed it. And it became a way of life. And, and then I, you know, I would help friends with morning sickness and ginger tea. And I really enjoyed helping others from it as well um, as my immediate family. So I just loved it all and kept adding to the pot, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's how these things happen, isn't it? When you start loving something and going down the rabbit hole of finding different ways. But yeah. quite, well, very sadly, but thank goodness, you were then diagnosed with colon cancer. But how was this a turning point for you? It was, oh, it was a turning point on lots and lots of levels because here I'd been doing all these good things I thought for my health, and which they were, um, but 
you know, any cancer diagnosis is horrible, but the fact that both my parents had died of colon cancer um, made it almost all come to head because they, they were in their early 60s when they had it, which was, you know, young enough. But I was in my early 40s. So it was almost like a double shock that here I was. And, I, you know, I had two young children who were very dependent on me. Um, and it was a huge, it just made me stop. Um, and even before, you know, I did all the checks and I knew I had it. Um, and I had a very significant point. It was the night before my CT scan. And I knew I had colon cancer, but, you know, whether it was a spirit guide or showed me that I would get better from this mm. um, and I would use it to go on and help others. And I, it was that was a huge turning point, because even though I knew I had a hard road ahead of me, I knew I was going to get through it with a strength of a sort of purpose for why I had it. And I do believe things, you know, you get things for a reason or things happen for a reason. And also my two children were very dependent. So the combination of I was going to do something good from this eventually once I got through it all and learn from it. And my two children there as well needed me. So that was the sort of big turning point. And then I think. As time went on, and I had a wonderful team of surgeon and oncologists, but I felt very much they'd had to take control of my physical body. And I found that really hard because, you know, I was sort of handing over. So I knew I had to feel a bit more in control. And that's when I turned to my complementary therapies even more to see what I could do, and um, particularly to fix or heal my emotional yeah. Side. You know, they were very, and they did a sterling job, but they sorted out my physical body and operated in the chemotherapy. But I felt there was things I could do to help me move forward. Um, so I then, yeah, oh, I got into crystal therapy and I used them to help give me strength mm. and calm and sleep. Um, and then um, I did an online course on aromatherapy and Bach remedies. And of course, I was trapped at home, so it was the ideal time to try and learn more and more that I could then heal myself as, you know, as well as I could and then start thinking about helping others. So wonderful. It really is. And over that time as well, you'd been a teacher for a lot of your career. So yes. and then I think one of those turning points was that you decided to stop teaching to, to heal yourself and to start up your own business. But how did the teaching career give you the skills to run your own business? Um, lots of different skills there because as you see I taught for many years so I was you know in amongst lots of different types of people whether it was staff whether it was students practical things like um, organization planning and you know, I always plan for my clients and as much as I can because every session is different and quite often it's not what we imagine mm -hmm. um, and just it's that same with my students, and I still teach as well alongside a bit. Um, it's sort of bringing out the best in them, trying to make them feel good about themselves so that they think, I can achieve, I can do this. And I find with clients, you know, they maybe come with anxiousness or sleep problems, but once we dig deeper, we usually find there's something maybe holding them back. Um, and I, certainly with the students, it's that self-belief that they can do well, they will do well with the support, and there's no reason why they can't move forward in life. Um, and I found 
you know, that helped me, just that spring self-belief that you can change things, you can, you know, find your path and do something good. And then even practical things like in lockdown, and um, we had to do our lessons on teams, which was so out of my comfort zone. Um, and then clients started saying, can we still have sessions? And I thought, oh gosh. And so that gave me the confidence to think, right, I can do this. So the technology I then used in my business and found, you know, IT wasn't as scary as I thought it was. So that helped as well. Yeah. Um, I just love how our careers through our lives, you just don't know where those skills are going to come up to be able to help you with, with running your own business and the different things that come up every day and all the hats we have to wear. So. Absolutely. Yes, no, I agree. Um, if there was one lesson that you would want every entrepreneur to know, what would it be? Um, enjoy the journey. I think, um, you know, we, we have something, we see where we want to be heading that. When I think of the year, the last 10 years, it's been such a roller coaster. Um, and I think it's, it's enjoying the journey of getting there. And, you know, there'll be good days, not so good days, weeks that flow, weeks that don't flow. And that's okay. Um, and just hanging on to that self-belief that you'll get there. And, and I love that you've said that. I think that in I speak to so many people, so many women entrepreneurs, and on the, the worst of their days, I will have a conversation with them. And I can see and know, because I have faith in everything, that in a week's time in a month's time you'll look back on that day and realize that that was a turning point of some of some kind of something you were supposed to see or something you were supposed to do differently but when you're stuck in it it is so hard and when you can say something like enjoy the journey when you look back at where you were 10 years ago there's so much that happens in that time that it's always worth knowing that those really hard days are there for a reason because you appreciate those good days so much more Absolutely. Um, I've got totally goosebumps. Agree. <laughs> totally agree with that. What's your favourite business book? My favourite business book, well, it's actually one. It's called, can I hold it up? Is that all right? Um, it's Deepak Chopra and it's The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Mm. And I read this years ago and it's, I just love the simplicity of going with the flow, as we've just been talking about there, and giving and taking in, in different ways. So it's it's not always how you imagine. Sometimes it's an energy exchange, or you meet people that you just click with, mm-hmm. and that helps you grow and helps your success of the business. And, you know, to me, I, I've met some wonderful people in the last 10 years, and that energy that you gather and use together or on your own, I think it's wonderful. And I just love that book. Every now and then I reread it yeah. because it just grounds you again and what matters and what you're doing, you know, in the bigger picture. I love that book. Fantastic. Meryl, this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your, your journey and for sharing your story in the Shine New Crazy Daisy book and podcast. Thank you very much, Trudy. It's been a pleasure this morning. Thank you for listening. If you like what you've heard, please leave a review and come back for more inspiration. And if you're ready for more motivation, please go to my website and buy the Shine On You Crazy Daisy series of books with inspirational and motivating stories from businesswomen around the world. But wait, there's more. Come and join the Shine On You Crazy Daisy membership for knowledge, accountability, networking, co-working and support. We will give you the knowledge that you need in a workshop, 
and the support and encouragement to implement for the growth of your business. More details are available on my website, thedaisychaingroup.com.